scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Berenzi, the fifth of the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between, throwing it down on a Thursday night to throw down, and it was a busy Thursday night. The Cleveland Browns beat the Cincinnati Bengals 35-30. Game goes way over the number, way over the number. 35-30 final score, which means the Cincinnati Bengals cover the point spread. And I told you guys throughout the week that you have to be insane, all right? Uh, You'd rather, like, drink, like, bleach than lay points with the Cleveland Browns. But let's be real, taking points with the Cleveland, uh, with with the Cincinnati Bengals, even against the Cleveland Browns, yeah, you know, when I saw Joe Burrow turning the football over, I was thinking to myself, it's like, man, how much money have I lost on this team with Andy Dalton? And now here I am betting on these guys. Like, I don't know. Like, if you look back over the years, like, I bet on the Cincinnati Bengals, like, probably as much as, like, the Buffalo Bills. Like, I, I like, really. I was on the Bengals last week. I was on the Bengals this week. We'll see if we're going to be on the Bengals next week. Uh, but Joe Burrow is now 1-0-1 against the spread coming off that push uh, last week. But you can blame uh, the kicker uh, last week. But, you know, don't be too hard on uh, on Bullock. I believe he was pregnant uh, at the time. I think he gave birth. He seemed to be better tonight. 106-101. You know, the Boston Celtics keep on getting out to these double-digit leads, but they can't hang on. The Miami Heat uh, get it done. And while Jimmy Butler gets all the love, and we're going to break this down uh, here at level two a little bit, get into some NBA basketball. Um, well, Jimmy B gets a lot of love, and deservedly so, man. The guy's a badass. Hard not to respect uh, the guy's work ethic and what he brings to the table uh, for a basketball team. It's been the Goran Dragic show, all right? It's been the Goran Dragic show, and you want to talk about clutch, man. Goran uh, Dragic has been absolutely killing it late in these games. Clutch threes, long twos, uh, getting to the free throw line. It was a 95-95 basketball game. Who got to the free throw line, gave him a two-point lead? It was Gordon Dragic. Who hit the three to give him a five-point lead after he hit the two free throws? It was Gordon Dragic. And I'll tell you what, uh, Gordon Dragic has been killing it uh, with his props uh, as well. We'll hit the NBA. We'll get to the NFL. We'll crunch some numbers, give you some trends. Never too early to start breaking down NFL Sunday. College of football starting to pick up a little bit as well. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Portraits late night. I am Gable Morency. Into level two. Uh, wild, wild night uh, tonight. Uh, the Thursday night uh, throwdown. We have a lot of stuff uh, to throw down. We have a lot of stuff coming up. We have a lot of stuff that's uh, happened. We have a lot of stuff around the corner. 
We have a lot of stuff that we haven't even gotten to uh, yet uh, this evening. Uh, we'll get back to the football, and I've got some nice football trends uh, for you. And, um, you know, it's funny. We talked about uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and how these guys have been absolute money to the under on the road. What is it, 32-4 and four, uh, right now? And, you know, some people say, oh, that doesn't mean anything would happen in the past. Well, you know, well, what happened? Their game went under on, on Monday Night uh, Football. History does seem to repeat itself, although it's a debate, right? It's a debate. We should take some calls about that um, uh, in the future. Uh, get um, get some gamblers' opinions on that. Whether whether trends matter or not, whether you're a trend uh, better or historically, I think there's there's ways to break down these numbers. To be honest, and look, we talked about it last night on the show. The uh, the Cincinnati Bengals were eight and two against the spread the last ten times they played against the Cleveland Browns. Well, here now make it nine and two. They covered again. It, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. It, it, what's interesting, actually, Dave Malinsky. We had Teddy on tonight, and of course, Teddy and Dave were good friends, and of course, me and Dave Malinsky were good friends, and uh, we miss Dave. May he rest in peace. Um, may 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 he uh, may uh, he rest in peace. Great handicapper, great great uh, great great handicapper, uh, Dave Malinsky. Dave Malinsky would teach you how to fish. He wouldn't give you a pick of fish. He'd teach you how to fish. But Dave would talk about trends and. Like, specifically, like, college trends, all right, with the coaches. Coaches in college are so prevalent, right? Coaches are so prevalent in, 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 in college. They're the ones that are sort of in control. So, Coach Krzyzewski, college basketball, college football, et cetera. You know, it's not really – if it's a different coach, right, it doesn't matter. Like, what, what happened under Rich Rodriguez at Michigan is irrelevant under Harbaugh, right? So you take the trends under Harbaugh, and those are real trends. Even though they're different players, you know, it's the same team, right? You look at Harbaugh's teams, have all been the same with different players. You know, the, the college teams really reflect uh, their coaches. And when, when you look at the pros, you know, it's the coach, it's the quarterback, but you have to sort of look at the modern era. Um. Yet, you know, division rivals, right? You know, they, they just play close. And also, we talked about this last night. Uh, we, we broke it down for you. If you take all four sides of a teaser of the of these primetime football games, all four sides. So tonight, you would have had Cleveland in the over, Cleveland in the under uh, teased, and you would have had uh, Cincinnati teased uh, like I did. I teased Cincinnati to the over. I did not play all four teasers tonight. The my reason, the reason I did not was um I had my doubts that Cleveland was going to be able to win the game outright. I wasn't sure. Like I thought Cincinnati could win this game. And I sprinkled on the money line, we still won money. We had Cincinnati plus the points and we hit the teaser. Right? So I had my reservations uh, about them. Now you would have split tonight, two and two. So for the record, now it's sixteen and six. We're gonna track it. We're gonna track it. I was, you know, I would write it down, but I don't need to. It's in the database right up here. Sixteen and six. Uh, right now. It was twelve and four, right, coming into tonight. So two and two. So you would have lost the juice, though, right? It's minus 130, these seven-point teasers. So you would have you lost the juice.
but it's something to keep our eye on uh, moving forward. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into the NBA and uh, Marcus Smart going off after the basketball game in which he could be heard throughout the bubble, uh, supposedly. It was like that loud. Uh, but we've got baseball news. And the Chicago White Sox, the Chicago White Sox have clinched their first playoff berth in 12 years. First time since 2008, the Chicago White Sox clinched their first playoff berth. And you know what? This isn't, this isn't, well, yeah, it's a shortened season and, and oh, you know, whatever, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's not really, they're not really all that good. Sort of like the Cincinnati Reds. You know, the Reds are talking about how great it is to be playing in meaningful games with the playoffs on the horizon and stuff. It's like, guys, you're 25 and 26. You're 26 and 26 now. You know, come on. <laughs> it's not like you're great. You're getting into the playoffs because of this uh, crazy, dumb format in the shortened season. Uh, but I don't know. This dumb format's going to be the format moving forward. It's funny. We just talked about that the other night. What what should they keep as far as, like, new sports, implement, you know, the things that we've done through the pandemic, the changes, what should stay? And uh, Major League Baseball has decided to keep this already. You know, there's going to be 16 teams in the playoffs now. This is the new deal. You know, they're not turning back now. But the Chicago White Sox earned this. The Chicago White Sox are on freaking fire, man. This this baseball team's rolling uh, right now. So, like, they, they've earned this. They're one of the best teams uh, in baseball uh, right now. And a really fun, fun team, man. A really fun team. Tim Anderson's a fun player. They got some great pitching. They got great young talent. Uh, fun, fun team. A dangerous team. And um, with everything that's going on in the sports world, I figured we'd get caught up to date with baseball right now as far as the, the playoffs. Playoffs? That's right. Playoffs. Now, we talk about the Chicago White Sox earning this. Yeah, they've earned it so much. They're the one seed. You know what? I don't. You know, I can live with this. I, I we can complain all we want about this, but let's be real. The 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 thing is, we're all gonna like love these series, and they're all it's gonna be cool, right? But I don't know. I don't think you know. You play. I get it. You know, they should change it up a bit where the the one seeds get buys, man. I can live with not buying a 60-game season, but they got to tweak this a little bit. Like, the best team in baseball shouldn't be thrown into a three-game series after all this, you know? But, hey, it is it is what it is. So, if the playoffs ended, if the playoffs ended today in the American League, the number one seed, the Chicago White Sox, would take on the eight seed Cleveland Indians um, division, a division battle. Uh, so White Sox versus Cleveland Indians. The number two seed would be the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, who would play the Toronto Blue Jays. Rays, Blue Jays, division rivals. Funny how this is working out. <laughs> uh, number three, uh, the, the three seed, the Oakland Athletics would play the Houston Astros, division rivals. You know, that's kind of anticlimactic. It's I don't know how people, you guys feel about this, but it's the, so it's sort of like, you know, you're playing a three-game series extended. Is it really the playoffs or is it just another little three-game series of division teams? 
you know, you want playoffs to sort of be fresh and like, oh man, that's that's cool. These two teams are playing each other. And that's especially in a 16-team format. You'd figure you get some fresh matchups. We're getting, you know what I mean? White Sox Indians. I don't know. They play each other 19 times a year, man. Um, Rays Jays. They play each other 19 times a year. Athletics Astros. They hate each other. That'll be good though. And the uh, the four. Uh, the four and five seeds would be, and things can change, but there's not a lot of time left. You know, there'll be a little tweaking, but you know, it's starting to get close to the real deal here. Um, there's like a week left. The Minnesota Twins versus the New York Yankees, who have played each other, home run fest. Twins Yankees. So the American League uh, playoff matchups at the playoffs started today. White Sox, uh, White Sox Indians. Rays, Jays, Athletic Strohs, Twins, Yankees, Sports Race Late Night, and bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Uh, shout out to our boy Yang, Midtown Manhattan. Getting it done. One, two, three innings. Portraits late night uh, continues. Quickest 120 minutes in sports. Bagels and bad beats uh, follows. Of course, uh, we step up and in after the man, Scotty uh, Farrell. Farrell's been killing it all week uh, with his uh, predictions. Um, so we're just uh, t- setting the stage right now for Major League uh, Baseball. We're into the um, the final week of play. Playoffs around the corner. And, um, you know, just to check in, I know it's kind of, over, it's a little overwhelming. So uh, that's what we're here for, um, to uh, to help you. Um, that's what we're here for. Late night anger management uh, class. This is, I'm the professor. So, yeah, basically, see, I have all these teams. Who's playing who? What, what are the potential matchups? They could be tweaked a bit, obviously, along the way. But this is where we stand right now. White Sox versus Tribe. Rays versus Jays. Athletics, Strohs. Twins, Yankees. Now, yeah, let's do a quick, quick look at this. The White Sox and the Tribe, well, man, Chicago are like the hottest team in baseball right now. Like These guys are, what are they, 23? I think they're 23, uh, 23 and 6 now in their last 29. Maybe 25 and 4, 20, yeah, 25 and 4, you know, or 25 and 5, whatever, in that range. So um, we were talking about it the other day. Anyways. So they're 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 rolling. They're absolutely rolling. They've got they've got good pitching. They're they're aggressive. They're a lot like the this sort of American League version of San Diego. They they are. You know they're just a dangerous, hot young baseball team with a lot of confidence. But you know the White Sox are a real deal. The White Sox are a real deal. But the thing is, this is where my beef is in a three game series, anything can happen. Like, the best team can lose to the worst team. Like, you throw, because even in a three-game series, you can, every team has a couple of good pitchers, right? Every team has a couple of good pitchers. That's why, like, a team like the Cincinnati Reds actually are dangerous. Like, they get into the playoffs. 
Like, you know, the Reds in a three-game series, they can roll out Castillo, Trevor Bauer, and Sonny Gray at you. That's a pretty good one, two, three combo in a three-game. Like, basically, they would have a chance against anybody. You know what I mean? You send Trevor Bauer to the hill. Like, you know, I'm not saying he's Nolan Ryan. He's the greatest pitcher ever. But I'm saying you got a chance to win a baseball game. You send like, Luis Castillo to the hill. You got a chance to win a baseball game. You send Sonny Gray to the You got a chance to win a baseball game. Right? So it's going to be intense. These three games, you know what? It's going to be like NFL wildcard weekend. So I don't like it. It's bastardized, the whole thing. And it's ridiculous that they do it after, like, like I said, it's 60 games. They better, they better come up with a different format next year for the top seats. But nevertheless, it's going to be like crazy. <laughs> like, it's going to be all this baseball on. There are going to be elimination games. It's going to be fun. So, and that's what it's about, right? In the end, that's what it's about. White Sox and Indians, I'll, I'll take the White Sox. I'll say the White Sox beat them, but the Indians could beat them. Thing is that the, the Indians, the Indians were playing really good baseball most of the year. They've hit a wall at a bad time. Like they're, it's one of these deals. Like it's just they, everyone, you know, everyone has streaks. Like Cincinnati's getting hot at the right time, but Cincinnati's not really good or anything. It's just they're they play Pittsburgh and crap teams all the time. <laughs> like I'm telling you, like it's a little bit like skewed. And I don't want, I didn't mean to get into this big, deep baseball conversation, start handicapping this stuff, but I do find it interesting. The Rays and the Jays, you have to give the advantage to the, uh, I'd say, I'd say the White Sox would beat the, uh, the Indians, the Rays and the Jays. I'd say the Rays will beat the Jays. I actually think I had the Rays or the athletics going to the world series. The athletics, uh, will beat the Astros. The Twins and the Yankees, I think the Yankees will beat the Twins. They always do. They'll beat the Twins. National League, it's the Dodgers versus the Giants. Holy crap. How about that for a uh, how about that for a reward if you're the Dodgers? Yeah, yeah, you get your arch nemesis rival in a three-game series. <laughs> There's no room for error, man. Like a five-game series is crazy. Yeah, three-game series. You lose game one, it's like, well, our season's over if we lose tomorrow. That's that's nuts, man. Dodgers versus Giants, the one versus the eight, the two versus the seven would be the um, the Cubs and the Phillies. And remember, I actually thought the Phillies were going to win this division before the year started. The Cubs and the Phillies, two versus seven. Dodgers, Giants. I think the Dodgers will win, but like I said, anything can happen. Cubs and the Phillies. Cubs are playing really good baseball right now, but I think the Cubs would beat them. This would be a three-game. This this would go three. It'll be a real battle, but I think the Cubs, I don't know, the Phillies pitching is suspect. And the Phillies have a ton of injuries at the bad at a bad time right now. They've got a week to get ready here, and they've got to, they've got to hang on, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, Braves and Reds. Braves and Reds. I don't know. Like, whatever I whatever I tell you in this, and I'm dead serious right now. So whatever I pick, whatever I pick in this, you bet the opposite. Because I'm never right with Atlanta Braves games, and I'm never right with Atlanta Braves playoff series. I think the last time I was right is when uh, they won uh, <laughs> when the Twins won the World Series. <laughs> like. Um, like I, I honestly, like the Braves, I'm always perplexed by this team. But 
like I said, my gut instantly, I would take the Reds. I'll take the Reds. I would take the Reds here. Like, just out of the, like I said, the, the pitching, and the Reds are peaking at the right time. They're enthusiastic. And then you get, wow, can you believe this one? You know, our baseball future picks absolutely killed it. We told you the Marlins would go over uh, 20, what was it, 23 and a half? Uh, Podge is San Diego and uh, and the Marlins, a four and a five matchup between two upstart teams. Except the one of them's a lot better than the other one. San Diego will beat Miami. Talk about a, a road trip on that one, huh? <laughs> For a three game series. <laughs> From San Diego to Miami, have fun with that. Um, yeah, I, I think San Diego uh, would beat the uh, the Marlins. So there's your playoff matchups. White Sox Tribe, Rays, Jays, Athletics, Strohs, Twins, Yankees, Dodgers, Giants, Cubs, Phillies, Braves, Reds, and uh, then we got the, uh, the Padres and the Marlins. And as we stated, this is as of now, and things can change, but figured we'd just we'd check in on this. I wanted to uh, to to check in on this, and you know, look, San Francisco, San Francisco are the eight seed uh, right now. They're they have Colorado, uh, three games behind them. Um, Milwaukee are right there actually. Uh, Milwaukee are two games behind uh, San Francisco, so San Francisco's not automatically in right now. The Dodgers have handled their business. They look like they're going to be the one seed. They're up to thirty six wins. Uh, right now, for the record, the Dodgers' win total was 37 and a half uh, for the season. Um, San Diego has gone over their win total. That was 30 and a half. They're already at 32 uh, right now. Pretty crazy, though. Uh, like, I, if you guys remember, 40 years started. I said I like San Diego to go over the win total. I said I don't know if this team's quite ready to make the playoffs yet, but I think they're going to go over the win total. Yet at that time, we also didn't know there was going to be 16 freaking teams in the playoffs. So San Diego's gone over. The Dodgers uh, are two wins away from going over the number for their uh, season win total. The Miami Marlins have already gone over their season win total of, of 23 and a half. And you know what was interesting? The lowest win total of them all this year were the uh, the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles were projected to win 20 and a half games. 20 and a half was their win total. <laughs> and they've won 22 already. They're 22 and 29 with nine games to go. So pretty impressive. And the Detroit Tigers win total was 21 and a half. They were rock bottom as well. 21 and a half. And they're 21 and 28 right now. So they're one win away from going over. I'm telling you, man, like if you pretty much bet like baseball, like the, you know, and the thing is, it sucks because they have your money for so long. That's what I hate about baseball win total bets. But if generally the the lowest the lowest team totals usually go over, and the highest team totals usually go under. If you just blindly bet that, if 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 you just uh, blindly bet that, and let's just do a quick uh, check of the uh, the Major League Baseball future uh, number market uh, right now as well. As I, you know, I remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about, man, you're not going to get the Dodgers at a better number than uh, than plus 380. 
And that number was floating around for a while uh, up on the board. See, the thing is, that, you know, it's Russian roulette because even though, even though the Dodgers are damn good, you know, as we just talked about, these mini-series, man, I don't know, anything can freaking happen. You can still get the Dodgers in the 350 range. Dodgers plus 340. Yankees starting to get hot right now, smashing home runs every day, plus 525. The Rays are now 625. The White Sox, 8 to 1. Oakland Athletics, plus 950. San Diego, plus 950. Wow. Man, who would have who thought that basically that the White Sox would have been the third choice to win the World Series? Uh, uh, fourth choice to win the World Series, and San Diego would be what the sixth choice. Like, wow, this is crazy stuff. Like, you got Dodgers, Yankees, and then it's all upstart. Rays, White Sox, Athletics, San Diego. But the Rays are in a plus six hundred range right now, starting to lose the value. So if you like the Rays, time to jump in. And I don't know if you notice the Rays are not quite as good as they were earlier in the year. I'm not sure they're going to do it. Portraits late night continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Sports Rage late night continues. And people are really, um, really trolling the Clippers hard. Um, and there's a lot, you know, listen, basketball, as we talked about, basketball is the most um, social media uh, of all the the sport, in the sense that you know you get you get built up quickly, you get torn down quickly. Um, in in the basketball world, there's the most bad takes. People talk that know jack squat uh, the most, but players are guilty of it as well, and it's kind of annoying to be honest. It, it just is because really, like unless you're LeBron James or unless you're Michael Jordan, unless you're you know Robert uh, Big Shot Bob. Uh, Robert Ory or, you know, Kawhi Leonard even. Like, you know what I mean? There's guys, there's just people that everyone talks now. Everyone, like, talks like they did something. And and a classic example is um, basically, and I get it. Listen, Paul George, Paul George, you know, mocked Damian Lillard, missed a free throw, mocked him, and there, there was a little bit of bad blood and, and stuff between them. So I, I I get it. And another thing is, listen, Damian Lillard's going to crap, you know, cut a rap uh, song about me right now. The guy doesn't like being talked about about, about anybody. Uh, and, then, you know, he writes a song about you and he records it. Right? So I, I get it. Dame's got a chip on his shoulder all the time. And I think Paul George is a jerk, too. So I don't really have a problem with that. But, uh, you know, C.J. McCollum just doesn't stop, man. Like, remember, like, C.J. McCollum was, like, tweeting at Kyle Lowry telling him what to do, like, during games and stuff. It's like, dude, 
what have you ever done besides like be you you look like Urkel, you went to Lehigh, you made the league, good for you. Like, why do you talk so much? Like, why does this guy suddenly talk so much all the time on Twitter? And here he is now tweeting about the Clippers and stuff. Uh, so Damian Lillard tweets at Beverly. I guess I should extend this Cancun invite since I haven't made my arrangements yet. Laughing emojis. I'll bring the wine, says uh, McCollum. I like it, actually. Then McCollum, I wonder if they pack before the game. McCollum, if they play private, they can get into Mexico for sure. Should probably get the big jet. So, CJ McCollum, listen, CJ McCollum, uh, CJ McCollum's having fun with it. He's drinking wine, and he's, he's ripping them for losing and stuff like that, but like I said, you're CJ McCollum, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, all these people, which leads me into, like, Marcus Smart. So, Marcus Smart, after they beat the Raptors, the Raptors, of course, hashtag is we the North and the Raptors team slogan, and they take it seriously. So, Marcus Smart, after they beat them, tweeted out, King of the North, you know, and basically laughing. Um, about beating, and he had a bunch of pictures, and ha-ha, beating, um, be- beating the Raptors. And and let me tell you, Toronto Raptor fans, not just Toronto Raptor fans, but Canadians as a whole, are very, very petty and vindictive people. Like, you think that Canadians are all, like, polite and stuff like that. They, like, that's the thing about Canadians. Canadians are polite. Like, Canadians will hold the door for you and stuff like that, and... You know, after you, like, Canadians won't cut you off. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, walking on a sidewalk in Canada is not as, uh, not a contact sport like walking on the sidewalk in Manhattan, right? It's a, it's a little bit different. But don't confuse politeness with nice, right? I'm sure there's a lot of serial killers that held doors for people, too. Didn't mean they were nice. <laughs> this whole thing. Oh, he's so nice. They're so polite. Yeah, yeah. Is it polite? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure John Wayne Gacy was real polite. Um, so, yeah, politeness and uh, and being you know nice is two, two different things. So, Canadians get really, like, pissed off, man, if anyone, like, slights them, like, at all. And it's kind of it's kind of condescending because Canadians are very, like, they'll mock everybody. Oh, look at that and stuff. Like, you know, oh, look at the violence in the United States. And it's like, dude. 12 people got shot in Toronto in the last six hours, right? So, right, like, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, Canadians are a little bit out of touch with, with reality in that sense. Uh, but at the same point in time, like, any slight, you know, they're sort of like Buffalo. Buffalo's like that. You know what I mean? Like, you, swear anything about, you say anything about Buffalo and people panic, right? So, in Buffalo, ah, oh, shut up, Cleveland. There's certain, I don't know. I think it's places where it's cold. People are, like, um, defensive. So, anyways, Marcus Smart does the King of the North stuff, and he's going to wish he didn't because, dude, after the first game, he got it. Now, tonight, he's really getting it. Like, there's, it's, it's trending on Twitter, King of the North, and it's nothing but just basically Raptor fans laughing at Marcus Smart now. I don't like it. I mean, there's a bunch of people on Twitter, like, basically, you know, jackass has never done anything. But that's the thing. The player started all this. 
Like, we're living in a jackass society now where it's like everyone just trolls everybody all the time. It's super annoying, but whatever. He brought it upon himself, so he wants to go king of the north, so now he's got all the We the North fans uh, mocking him. <laughs> and, and especially because... Um, and we'll go to the pipelines uh, in a second uh, here, especially because there uh, the Boston Globe uh, reporter, uh, Boston Globe reporter, basically was there, and you could hear. Uh, yeah, it's, it, there's no one there, man. They're in the bubble, right? Like the arena's empty, right? So, I guess Marcus Smart like absolutely lost it after the game. Like, lost it, lost it. Like, it got ugly with his teammates and stuff like that. And they were trying to crank music and noise. And, like, he was loud. He stormed out. Like, I don't know. There was something about him being locked in a bathroom or something like that. He went into a bathroom to get away from it. I don't know. So, it got ugly. Now, they're downplaying it. They're saying, no, no, it was, wasn't that bad. It's just emotions running high to playoffs, et cetera. So, it's just. But Marcus Smart hasn't tweeted anything since this little, little King of the North stuff. Uh, and I tweeted, and I didn't troll at him, but I even I said, I said, oh, he hasn't said nothing since uh, now he's 0-2. But as our boy Puccio points out, who's a big Celtic fan, he said, Marcus Smart doesn't tweet much to begin with. He doesn't tweet much to begin with. And if you look at him in the bubble, he tweeted after the Pacers uh, or the Sixers series, excuse me, uh, the Sixers. So, I, you know, he doesn't tweet, doesn't seem to tweet during the series. Right, so I don't think he's ducking anybody on Twitter or anything, but I guarantee you, he's looking at Twitter. Like I, I'm not saying that he, he might not be tweeting, but you know, in his hotel, he's in a hotel room. You know, he's going online just to see what people are saying about that. This him and the team, and he's gonna see what the hell. I've got 388,000 missed tweets. What the hell is this? He's gonna look, and it's just a bunch of jackass Raptor fans. <laughs> Let's bring in our main man. You know what? I was just uh, we were we were uh, we were wondering where's Julio at? Where's Julio at? Big card Julio in Chicago. Julio is uh, I've joined your club, Julio. I'm Monster Card Morency, MCM. Yeah, yeah, that's my new nickname. Yeah. MCM. <laughs> Not a bad ring, right? I've been following MCM. along. Monster yeah, Card Morency. I, like I think I had 16, 17 plays tonight. 16. I, we won most of them actually. Like last night, the other night we were 15 and eight. It's all these props, right? Um, that it's adding up. But I think we had 16, 17 plays tonight. I don't know what our record was, but I know we won money because I see my account. But we'll we'll get a record after. But good to, good to hear from you, Julio. How you doing? Well, how's life in Chicago? Life life is well. I've been following along, Gabe. Uh, I have a smile as wide as Lake Michigan when I see your when I see your plays five, six, ten, fifteen, twenty. Sometimes uh, keep it up, my friend. You're doing a great job uh, here in Chicago. Everyone has a playoff fever as it's the first time in God. I, I think I think forever. I have to look uh, at the history books that the Cubs and the White Sox. We know that both both the Cubs and the White Sox have a legitimate shot at the World Series. Um, If if they were to play in the World Series, uh, I would fear for my life here in Chicago. I don't know what uh, I don't know what people would do if the Cubs and Sox played in the World Series. But this White Sox team, Gabe, is for real. Comes in. This team comes in looking at the World Series. Uh, Let's get through the Let's get through the first round first, Julio. No, (laughs) yeah, of course. I'm just saying. 
if the stars aligned, that would be a pretty crazy World Series. But this White Sox team is very good. Uh, they, they still believe this is like year four of their five-year rebuilding plan, but this is an, an, an exciting team to watch. They have the right group of players in that clubhouse. They're all thriving at the right time. Tim Anderson, a former basketball player, turns into a batting champ, is having a successful season off winning a batting title. Luis Robert could be a superstar in the waiting if he continues uh, his his upward uh, trajectory in Major League Baseball. They've got good pitching. As I said, Giolito has bounced back. This team is for real, I think, and it'll be exciting to see how they shape up in the playoffs. Let's get to some picks, Gabe. Uh, tomorrow is the return of the German Bundesliga. It's a league that goes about 55 to 56 percent over the two and a half number, so you'll get some two and a halves early in the in the Bundesliga season. But the reigning champs, the the best team in the world, Bayern Munich, play Schalke. Uh, I mean. You don't put Bayern Munich in, in a parlay because it's just uh, not advantageous. But Bayern Munich and over three and a half goals at minus 150 is something that I'm looking into. I'm also looking at the anytime goal scorer prop. Robert Lewandowski, one of the best players last season, plus 180 to score at any time. Leroy Sané, who played for Manchester City, he played for Schalke, the team that Munich are playing tomorrow. This guy could thrive in the Bundesliga. Lewandowski's trying to turn him into a, a uh, trying to tap into his potential. Plus 430 for Sane to score anytime. I love that number. Give me Thomas Muller at plus 480 to score. Should be a good match. I also had a parlay that includes Bayern Munich at minus one and a half, Simona Halep, the Romanian in women's tennis in Rome, and Novak Djokovic plus 109 for a nice uh, chalk afternoon parlay. Over nine in White Sox in Cincinnati. The Sox haven't listed a pitcher yet, but it might be uh, Jonathan uh, Stever to pitch for the White Sox. So I like the over nine runs in Sox and Reds. And give me over 53 in the uh, Battle of the South game. The Camels and the Chanticleers. Campbell against Coastal Carolina. Give me over 53 in that matchup. Oh, I love you, Julio. Yeah, stepping up at Campbell Soup University. Campbell Soup University. 2020, but this is the 2020 football season. <laughs> who's, who's playing? It's funny, Gabe. The Chanteliers and Campbell Soup. The Camels. It's, now, it's funny, Gabe. I asked college, someone, how come there's no college. sports team? I've asked people, how come there's no sports teams called the Pigeons? I'm like, there's every other bird named this. And people are like, oh, well, it's not really a great name, the Pigeons. I'm like, Pigeons are tough. They're resilient, right? Like, it's a good name. The Camels? Come on. What's where, you know, the Camels are slow, bro. <laughs> the, the, the Campbell University. The Campbell University Camels. What's your pick, Julio? The over in that be, game? Yeah, over 53. Over 53 in Campbell against Coastal Carolina. I think the Pigeons, the Fighting Pigeons, would be a great name for, like, a city institute school. So, like, oh, Chicago pigeons. or uh, New York. But may, may the winners be ours, and uh, I will try to chime in tomorrow with some more picks. But good luck, everyone. Take care. Yeah, good stuff, uh, Julio. Yeah, I like that. The fighting Pigeons. Pigeons is enough, but Fighting Pigeons makes it even better. Yeah, like you said, like the Illinois State, instead of the you know Redbirds or all that stuff, the Fighting Pigeons, Pittsburgh State.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait late night. Another crazy, uh, crazy quick uh, show here this evening. Thanks to Teddy Covers uh, for joining us on the program. Uh, Teddy's got a piece of the Denver Nuggets in his pocket. Uh, Nuggets getting seven points, game one. And listen, we've seen, uh, we've seen the um, the Lakers. If you're going to get the Lakers, you can sort of get them early in series. Seems like the Lakers sort of like, you know, they, they're counterpunchers. LeBron's a counterpuncher. Like Vogel, they sort of see what you're going to do, and then they, they move on. Now, they went more small against against Houston. LeBron's talking about going big here against uh, against Denver. So the Lakers are going to have to figure it out. And I, I like what Teddy brought up, the point, actually, that there's so much talk about what the Clippers didn't do and the Clippers are chokers and all that type of stuff. But... There's not enough credit. Like I said, we live in a negative, negative Nate, uh, you know, society now, right? But people, they don't give enough credit to what the Nuggets did to impose their will, actually, on on the Los Angeles Clippers. And the Clippers have a lot of talent. Clippers are a good basketball team, all right? They weren't perfect. They were flawed. They had bad chemistry, but they're good players. And you know, Denver's Denver's going to be a challenge. Except, you know, LeBron is that good. You know, and AD is that good. It's not not going to be easy. Not to mention the 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 league. It looks like the league. You know, look, Boston are in trouble right now. Right, Boston are down two games to none. There's no home court to save them. It's very difficult to fight back from this. It's not impossible. Um, you know, we we've seen it. Um, you know, we've seen it, but you know, we saw the Raptors get back in it. It's not impossible, but Boston are starting to implode a bit right now. You know, they had the big dust-up after the game. You know, if they lose the next game, they're down three games to none, man, you know? So, you know, you know Silver and ABC TV, they wanted to have Los Angeles and Boston. They can't have Denver and Miami in the finals. Denver and Miami in the finals are a rating disaster, all right? They've got to get LeBron in here, so... Denver, man, you got to deliver knockout punches. But, hey, listen, from where I'm standing right now, I'll have the Denver Nuggets plus the touchdown. Give me enough points. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Later. 